you, EBO. Dr. Bonner Cohen is a senior policy analyst with the National Center for Public Policy Research, CFACT, and now we're going to talk about um, him being an analyst with the Committee for a Constructive Tomorrow. He's got a daily caller op-ed on the Endangered Species Act I want to touch on. Hi, Bonner. Good morning, Vaughn. Thank you for being here. Delighted to be here. So, how many animals has the endangered species saved or brought back? Okay, uh, the government officials who administered the Endangered Species Act have placed 1,667 plants and animals on the endangered species list, and after 50 years, uh, they have, quote-unquote, recovered 62, or oh. roughly 3%. But it turns out that that figure is grossly inflated. Uh, 36 of those species were put on the list in era. That is, they were not actually endangered. Mm -hmm. And rather than acknowledge their mistake, what federal officials at the Department of Interior's Fish and Wildlife Service and the Department of Commerce's uh, National Marines uh, Fishery Service, those are the two agencies that administer the law, what they do is, when they realize, finally, uh, that a species they claim was threatened or endangered, uh, when they realize that, rather than just quietly remove it and acknowledge the mistake, they claim it has been, quote-unquote, recovered. <laughs> and so uh-huh. what that really means... Uh, we have recovered something like 1.5% of all these species uh, that we have uh, claimed to have been trying to recover over the past half century. Mm-hmm. That is what you call complete failure. Yeah, it's abject failure. But the thing about this is, think about how many human sufferings have happened because of these due to pipelines or dams or um, environmental issues or or tree cutting or field conservation, just all sorts of things that you can think of, even the water letting so that um, the barge industry can continue because of the pallid sturgeon and the piping plover and stuff like that. All of those things came into a big cost for human beings. Yes, uh, and a very high cost. Mm -hmm. If you are a rural landowner or have a rural-based business, and you have the misfortune of having an endangered species on your property, and that species is put on the endangered species list, during the time of quote-unquote recovery, you lose the use of that land. It is designated critical habitat for whatever species uh, is trying to be recovered. And you can lose the use of that land not just for years, but for decades. And you receive absolutely no compensation from the government whatsoever, even though that can eat substantially into your livelihood. What the Endangered Species Act has become is really a land use mechanism. And by the way, that's exactly what it was designed to do by the congressional staffers back in 1973 who wrote the thing. Uh, the uh, title, Endangered Species Act, is nothing but window dressing. They correctly saw this as a mechanism uh, for government officials to determine how land is to be used in the United States under the guise of recovering species. Not that recovering species is in and of itself an illegitimate thing, but look right. at the, 
the statute that they came up with. And as I said, you will find your property rights restricted, and you will find your ability to earn a living greatly hampered uh, if you find yourself on the receiving end of the land use restrictions, and for that matter, also water use restrictions uh, associated uh, with the Endangered Species Act. Yeah, it was egregiously exaggerated, and and you've got, you know, the the people who want to fight for the preservation of, of species, which isn't a bad thing to do. We're not saying that. But they will actually go search for a cricket or a or a tsetse fly or something that might be on your property in order to stop you from being prosperous on it. It's crazy to me. But I think human beings are more important than bugs. Sorry. That's exactly right. And perversely, what the Endangered Species Act has done, it has turned rural landowners and businesses that make their uh, <laughs> that try to thrive in areas under under the ESA, they have turned them into enemies of the species. Why don't we have a law that allows these people to cooperate with government officials in uh, trying to recover a species as opposed to uh, making the, the landowners and the species into enemies? There has long been an expression among people who fear that they're going to find themselves on the receiving end of the Endangered Species Act. That is, they say, shoot, shovel, and shut up. That is, don't even acknowledge that this particular plant or lizard or bug or whatever it is is even on your property. Because if you do, you're going to find yourself uh, put into a bullseye that is going to greatly undermine your rights and your ability to make a living. Yes. So where do people see this report and your article that talks about these critical uh, habitats? uh, The article appeared in the Daily Caller, and you can find it on the website of the uh, Committee for Constructive Tomorrow, which is CFACT, C-F-A-C-T dot O-R-G. All right, CFACT.org. Dr. Bonner Cohen is a senior policy analyst with the National Public Policy, uh, the National Center for Public Policy, and also with CFACT. Make sure you check out this article so you can see what an abject failure it has been over the 50 years they've been forcing people into a corner when it comes to endangered species. And again, if there's an endangered species and there's a way to save it, we agree on this. But the way that they have done this has been ridiculous waste of money, time, and has done very little good. Bonner, thank you. Thank you, Sean. Yeah, bye.